Hi guys, welcome to the Groovy Diaries. I'm your host Jazz with a Z. I'm Jazz with an S. Hi, we I, we didn't even know what we were gonna talk first. Say first, we're resuming our Liar. so much time in Speaking the car. Speaking of so much time in the car, and a lot happens during this half of the car. We sure are. My so it's a scary time. This is like where things are fun. I think in my head they're fun, but I like. Um, we left off of off at North Carolina. Chapel Hill. Chill just went yeah. through my spine. I don't yeah, know what's going on right now. We talked about North Carolina. We talked about our Chipotle. There was not much else we could say about that. Great podcast. That last episode was. You told Nick that your mother was a fireball girly. Oh yeah, I did. Your mom's a fireball girly. Yes. Oh yeah, because uh, allegedly. No, not allegedly. Straight from the man himself. Two and a half drinks. Strong pours. Is what does a man out of show. So Heavy pours. But we were talking about alcohol. A 6-2 grown ass man. 6-2 man. Two and a half drinks. That was it for him. But yeah, we were talking about alcohol and I said my mom's a fireball girly and he just thought that was... <laughs> I think it was the girly part that did him in. He said girly. Yes, exactly. I'm surprised he hasn't like, started he using can't handle fireball. He cannot. But yeah, so yeah, and then we got in the car. We so, so then the we drive from Chapel Hill to Georgia it was was supposed to be seven hours, six hours. No, no, no. That's not that drive. That's the next day. Oh, oh, oh. You're thinking of Athens. To no, Colorado. that no our no our Georgia to Florida drive was twelve hours, and it was supposed to be nine, and it was supposed to be nine. We sure, I'm sure we did. I'm not saying we did. Yeah, we did so we drove. It was we lollygagged. Um, what, what? Yeah, we got ran off no the road clue what happened that by way. a truck. Yeah, oh, the inside yeah. was very cute. But it well, yeah, we'll get into the smell. So it smells. We got ready and it we really um like we said our hotel is down the street, so that's what we did. We walked to the venue. And you know, we're just moseying on past the line. Yeah, it was in a little college town and we walked we past were in, the like, line in the line town went too. dead silent. That was pretty humbling. I don't know. Yeah. Who in that? I know who in that line knew us, but I don't know who else. That was. In that line knew us. Like, we were just, we were, I remember we were mid conversation. Like, we were just like, oh my God, like, we should go here, or we should do this, or blah, 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 like, just talking as we do. And the line just went silent. And I just remember hearing myself talking and hearing nothing else. And I just went, oh. That's what the line did. I said, oh my God, guys. And, like, I remember there was this girl, I've never seen her before, never seen her since. And she had, like, her back to us. And, like, it felt like the second the, like, line went silent, she, like, snapped around and, like, looked at me. And then she just, like, walked us, like, walked all the way down. Because we could say this all day, but we still don't know why. How do you people know us? Yeah, we have no clue. Or if you don't know us, why are you looking? Because also, like, like, thinking back as much as possible. Yeah, like, think about Atlanta. knowing anyone there 
Me neither. But think about like when you guys like, even Atlanta, people I didn't know at the time. Do you time, remember any of those? Like, I don't. When we went to the Atlanta show, I didn't know any people there. But we made friends with so many people in that crowd. Like I still talk to four people oh, so I met in Atlanta, strange. and none of them but, were even there. But Atlanta's also like two hours away. Not that people are not making that drive, but it was the middle of it was midterm season, so. I knew not yeah. a lot of people were gonna be you. I know my one friend, my one friend that I met yeah. in Atlanta, Aubrey. She ended um, up going to the Birmingham yeah, show. Yeah, so then instead. there was this cute little diner, cafe, whatever it was. Yeah, it was like a cute little diner, but it was like goth- I would say diner, gothic, retro gothic it was like retro. the best way to describe it it was so cute in there but it was like retro and it was like yeah it definitely diner because it was like sandwiches i could not tell you what it was called i know we should find it because i want I everyone wish I could to tell there. you what that place i want was them called. to succeed <laughs> what's the venue we were at oh okay so yeah we went to go eat there and I'll we just it. wanted drinks so we sat Keep down at this cute 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 booth I know. and then there was like a thrift store next door and i don't even remember what we ate. and it was so good and the the bathrooms were mm-hmm. so cute i love the bathrooms they're like painted neon green and they have like um retro movie posters up too. Mm-hmm. back and well mm-hmm. we, then we got into line and we, we were just hanging out we were in there for a, quite a while and we got in line and when we got in line the line again went silent and this was the place where we were because they split the line in two. So there was two lines going in. And it wasn't like it was like a VIP mm-hmm. line and a GA line. Like the VIPs were already in. They just split the line in half, which <laughs> was really weird, but whatever. But we got in there and it, this place was so cute. It was like, well, we were there after Halloween. So it was Halloween. I don't know if it's just Halloween themed all year long or if we just caught it when it was super cute but it was so cutely decorated it was like mm-hmm. maximalist it was so cute the in there disco ball. Um, we didn't drink when we were in the venue it was so cute someone was someone was doing lines in the bathroom she texted us i said girl what yeah someone fully did a line next. i didn't know they get popping like this but um this one like, oh. this crowd was was stinky oh so i was saying um the crowd was so dead like the energy was not there they were not having a good time except in this life i have and they yeah I th- we started like if you don't know the setup of the stage aaron stands on the left side nick's in the middle and schmiz is on the right side and billy's behind them in the middle and we started out like pretty much all the way on the left side near aaron and mm-hmm. i was dead center in the middle like right at nick by the time this life i have no, ended for my feet left no, we the were, ground. We were the the split for Favorite Liar. Yeah. Like, if any of you have been to a rec show on the fall tour, not really the summer tour, because he didn't really do it that much, but where Nick splits the crowd is dead center, and we were Aaron... I was going to say... I was going to say, we were Aaron Barricade. <laughs> we were not Aaron Barricade. <laughs> I just get in the habit of saying we were this person. <laughs> and I was going to say it so confidently too, but we were in front of Aaron. And I, I tell this story to people all the time about the craziest, not the craziest crowd because they were dead. 
but you know what it was because it was a male heavy crowd so before yeah. every show before the Rex come on <coughs> i turn and i scan that whole crowd and i go oh we're gonna die or we're gonna mm-hmm. live today yeah <coughs> but there was a lot of guys and they were big like it was a t- tall a lot everyone was really tall there yeah um and this life I have, I mean, I promise you, you would have thought that, like, this was the number one song in the country. Like, these people loved this life I have. Like, they <laughs> they went so hard. I've never seen anyone go so hard for a song. I mean, like, Fuck Somebody, like, okay, Fuck Somebody is a song that everyone knows. No, these people, This Life I Have was their song, but it was because it was guys. Guys love that song. Yeah. And not necessarily... Go ahead, Jazz. You know that crowd was bad because every single night Nick would be like, "I'll put this bitch up," and he did not say it that night. No, didn't he say a girl mosh pit? He said girls only this night. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So when Nick knows that there's a lot of guys in the crowd, he'll be like, "The mosh pit is for the girls only. If you're not a girl, you cannot mosh." Obviously, people. What authority does he have? But like. Sometimes it worked when he said it. Oh, it worked in Tampa. We'll get to that. Yeah. In Tampa during this life I have, it was all girls. He did it it in Boulder, too, and it worked. And in Wisconsin, and it worked. Yeah, so he was like, girls only. Because you can just tell, I mean, I'm telling you, these were big-ass dudes. (laughs) Like, huge. And so I tell this story all the time. I've never seen (laughs) anyone... Levitate in my fucking life. But let me tell you, Jazz was floating in the crowd. She was one of her feet were off the floor and she was floating. Like, like it wasn't even a mosh pit at that point. Like that man just like picked me up by like the waist. No, Jazz. No, it was after he picked you up. Like he picked you up, yeah. But let me tell you, the people were moving so hard that you were just like this. But you know what? Yes, it was a like a the mosh pit, but moved. But the people who the main people, it was like the three people that were next to us during like Where Are You Now, who loved mm-hmm. us. They were very respectful. Yes, yeah. Jazz was floating, but when they were done, they were like, "Are you good?" Like they made yeah, sure yeah. that she was good. So I do respect like- that. No, so the I'm one like, guy that was... Guys, and he grabbed me and he put me back with you. Yes. Well, because I was <laughs> reaching for her across the venue. <laughs> like, why are you... She was all low on the other side of the crowd by the time the song was over. Yeah, you're barricade. You guys are Aaron back row. <laughs> by the, the one guy that was next to me was super nice. I was talking to him and he was... At one point... Did they play Ugly Side this night? Mm-hmm. During Ugly, like right after Ugly Side, he leaned over to me and he was like, "Damn, you love this song," and I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> yes, because remember, Laurel and I scream that song when it comes on for no re- for the only reason of that no one else knows the lyrics. Yeah, so we make including it a point to be annoying, <laughs> including Nick. So we make it a point to be as annoying as possible. And was I'll this tell the you. Night? Was this the night that he forgot the lyrics and we kept singing and we were the only ones singing? Yes. Was it? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. So the people who were mosh pitting, it was two guys and a girl. And I mean, when I tell you that these people were fucking tall, I mean, 
I'm tall. When you tower over me, you have to be huge. So like all three of us are very tall. Exactly. And they were towering over us. And Laura and I were screaming ugly side. And the girl and the guys were just staring at us. They were like, look at them. They're so cute. They loved us. They were very respectful. I do appreciate when people are respectful. Like, we're here to have fun and dance. Like, yes, you want to mosh. Even though the Rex is not really moshable, but this life I have, people go hard for. I, I don't even I don't even think you can mosh to that song. I don't like that song. No, you can't. But people that's do. My, but they were very respectful about it. That's my least favorite Rex song. Which is crazy because that's one of my favorites. Like, I just don't, like, I just don't like it. It's just not for me. It's good, but it's not for me. That's wild. I love that song, though. But, um, and then, yeah, so we, after the mosh pit, we ended up dead center, and then, where are you now? And Ugly said, Laurel and I were having, you would have thought we were having an aneurysm, like, we were going hard that night. And then, um, he split the crowd during Favorite Liar. And we oh, were dancing. And they opened a mosh pit during Favorite Liar. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there was. Yeah. Yes. No, they did. Because and we all I got remember, separated? No, I remember I turned around and Matt's camera was in my face. I said, oh. <laughs> Matt just appears. Me because I thought Laurel was right behind me. And, like, I just kind of saw his hair out of the corner of my eye. And I, like, turned around to, like, go Ooh, after Matt? her. And it was Matt. Yeah. Oh. How did Matt get right behind us? Because <laughs> it was a pretty packed crowd. Yeah, but Matt when Nick just... split it, when Nick split it, the whole crowd opened and Matt like ran in. Okay. And then Nick, when Nick got to where we were, the crowd closed. Yeah. Matt was in the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, no, because I remember Nick grabbed him. His camera was like up in the air. Like... <laughs> he had it. He was holding it up. Or were we? <laughs> Um, the favorite liar. Even though, even though it was a stinky crowd and an aggressive <laughs> crowd, I feel like it was still a fun show. I feel like during those oh, two songs, favorite liar and um, infinite, not infinitely ordinary. This life I have were both fun like people got up and moved during those so i we still had to go either way we have a good time at the shows like yeah. us thinking that virginia beach was up and jumping and finding out it wasn't is <laughs> yeah crazy to me because the thing is head, i'm not i'm not worried about the other people around me i'm worried about me no not at all but yeah so we left the show oh this is where we okay we left the show we ran back to the hotel to change yeah we didn't bring jackets yeah, and then we came back, and we were sitting outside of, sitting on the side of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let me tell you, these fucking restaurants. <laughs> this girl, so three girls were standing, <clears throat> three or four girls were standing in front of us, and Aaron came out. And Aaron's still in his jumpsuit, like, hasn't, like, he came out, like, almost immediately after the show. He's loading his suitcase into the van. And this girl's like, Aaron! I said, if you don't want this man putting his fucking suitcase in the van, like, give him a second. (coughs) And he said, hey guys, I'm coming over in just a little bit. I just, I still need a shower, and I still need, whatever, right? 
So Aaron g- goes and showers, and then the- we're still outside the venue. And then one of the girls in the group, I cannot wait till I I meet this girl again. I cannot wait till we see her again. Starts sprinting towards the tree. <laughs> towards the tree. When I tell you this bitch ran up the tree and was sitting in there, I was like, guys, guys, someone, get, someone needs to take a picture of me. So we have to take, we have to take a picture of this. Huh? I'm up in the tree. Sits in the tree, right? <laughs> okay. She finally comes down when Aaron comes back out. Aaron comes out. He walks up to them and talks to them. She goes, hi, Aaron, and then runs back towards the tree and climbs up it again. Was one time not enough for you? You already climbed the tree. Why do you have to do it again? No, what I said, hi, Aaron, and then ran up the tree. What the fuck are you doing? So this girl runs up the tree and her friends are like, ha, she's so silly. She's so fun. And I look and okay, so I was talking shit. I was like, this bitch is a fucking lunatic. And her friend turns and looks at me and her friend smiles at me. And I said, (laughs) and Laura said, and and then Laura goes, a fucking loony. (laughs) It did not make it any better. I was like, what the I said, if this girl does not get down from the tree no, right now. I was now, concerned. I thought she was on drugs. <laughs> no, because she just didn't need to be in that fucking tree. There was no purpose. But, yeah. So we were still sitting down, and then, I don't even remember. Did we talk to Aaron next? Or No. Yeah, we talked to Aaron next. He yeah. came up to us, and he sat down with us in our little circle. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about what we were doing. We had a day off the next day. So we were talking about what we were doing. Well, I remember when Aaron came up, you guys, you guys both were like standing and I was sitting and I was like, I really don't want to get up. And he said, I really want to sit down. Yeah. So we got on the floor. Um, and then we were talking about what we were doing because we had a day off the next day. And he told us his extravagant plans with Matt and um he i don't know we talked to him for a while but i have no clue what we talked about i have no clue what we talked about other than the box wine that was it he said i got a carton of wine i said a box wine no a carton of wine <laughs> i said so a box wine he said no you don't understand what i'm saying <laughs> not a box a carton i said okay and then he actually he actually it was it was really a carton i was so how did you find that where did you find that at he's so funny um and then he had to get up and talk to the because there was a line there was a hell there was yeah, there, were, there, there were a lot of people there there was a lot of people waiting to speak to them they were so famous and then um so Jazz was wearing her stone pony, not her Laurel stone pony, but Jazz was <laughs> Jazz Jazz had it for the tour. She was wearing the stone pony um crew neck. She requested and so, that I brought it. Oh yeah. So um Schmiz and Billy are both from New Jersey. And so of course they know what the stone pony is and they make noise about it every time it's brought up. They live, breathe, and die. 
Billy and Schmiz will not miss an opportunity to yell about New to Jersey. Talk about- and they're so real for that because same. Yeah, that's so valid. But I'm also at that point in life. Like, I went to the hair salon with my mom yesterday. She was getting her hair done. And the girl next to me, she was like, oh, my sister's from New Jersey. I said, from New Jersey? See, New <laughs> Jersey? From New Jersey. New Jersey is a lifestyle. It's like I'm finding a a lot of people from Jersey. A lot of people talk about like before no one was making noise about Jersey in my like in my space in my area. But now that I am the honorary New New Jerseyan. I think that New Jersey is the second most prideful state in the country. The first is Texas. Yeah. Because I mean people go hard for New Jersey. And and it, it was even talking to the, a guy at my job, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to New Jersey. And I was like, oh, my God, my best friends live out there. And I was like, where for, Like, where are you going? He, his friends, like, live in North Jersey. And I was like, oh, shut up. He's like, yeah, I'm going out there. All my, all my friends live out there. I was like, shut up. All, also, all of my friends live out there. <laughs> and, like, everyone has someone in New Jersey. Like, Maya, she's from New Jersey. Her friends from Jersey are coming down in two weeks. It's the girl at the shop. people are the best. No, I talk anytime. I feel like I talk about New Jersey a lot these <laughs> days. I'm like, no, I'm from New Jersey, guys. I'm not from New Jersey, but I am New Jersey. I am. Um. So Jazz was wearing it, and so Jazz got jumped that night. <laughs> this was the scariest moment of my life. It was hilarious, and I saw them coming, it's and I was like, I'm just gonna let this play out. It's a canon event. Yeah, it was a canon event. Well, like, okay, put yourself in my shoes. You're in a city you've never been to. Realistically, you should not know one there. But you knew so four why? people there. <laughs> you but knew four why? people there, and all of them have a deep attachment to New Jersey. Yeah, Daz, don't act like you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> but you can at least see my fear no. when someone runs up behind me and grabs me on the waist and spins me around and starts screaming at me. That's just such a dramatic retelling of this event. What it felt like. <laughs> she said, and they spun me around like she was a top spinner. Like a... I they spin me around. around they throw me around. Have you ever thought maybe no. it's just because you're flimsy and limp? Okay. <laughs> That's a sneak peek for later, guys. Yeah. Flimsy and limp. Um... But yeah, so Jazz got jumped by the New Jerseyans that night, and they were screaming at New Jersey. And then we were talking to Billy a little bit about his ideas for the next tour, which he has no clue what he's talking about. He he was talking about the next tour, how Schmiz should should surf in the U.S. Open. Oh yeah, no, because he was he said, "Oh, you guys are from New Jersey." He was talking to Laurel Jazz, and I said, "Oh, I'm from California." And he was like, "Where?" And it was at San Diego, and he said, "Oh, I have a house in La Jolla." I said, "Okay." <laughs> he was trying to flex on me. He said, "I have a house in La Jolla." I said, "Yeah, great. I'm so happy you have a house in La Jolla." And he and he was like, "Yeah, I love surfing down there." He said, "Do you guys know Schmiz surfs? He he's like U.S. Open level." And so I took that as is that Schmiz surfed in the U.S. Open. So I said, "Schmiz surfed in the U.S. Open," and he said, "No, but he could if he wanted to." I was like, "All right, get out of my face." Like he was like. Flexing for Schmidt yeah. on his behalf. Yeah, he was. Flexing. He was hyping him up. He was hyping his friend up, and you know what? That's valid. 
because I do do that to my with my friends. But yeah, he said, "Yeah, no, Schmiz is U.S. level open, like U.S. open level." And I said, "No, but I get it because like jazz. Sometimes like you come out, and I'm like, oh my god, she could walk down a runway. She could walk down a runway." No, I get what I get what he was saying. Like I, yeah, no, it's valid. Like hyping your friends up, but I was, I just was like, I, I, I love the U.S. Open. It's a huge. That's like the that's like the huge California event of the summer. It, I think it have, it's either happening this weekend or it happened last weekend. But everyone goes to Huntington Beach for it. Like mm-hmm. everyone gets Airbnbs, houses. Everyone goes. So I was like, oh. Why have I never, I mean, not that I'm keeping track of all the surfers that are surfing in the open, but I was like, yeah. wow, I'm shocked. I probably ran into him some other time in my life and had no idea it was him, but no, he just could potentially surf in the U.S. Open. Allegedly. But, um, and then we, so then this is where things get a little bit convoluted. Because here we are. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so guys, you remember when I told you that this this specific group of people interrupt us every single time we have a conversation with somebody? I need a drink. Guess what? This is the first time that these people were back on tour that night. They were back. They, this is the first show they had been to since what? Colorado. Oh, guess what? Interrupted. And like- that was a great like to do that twice in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's not the first time we were interrupted. It was multiple. Well, now Laurel's getting a drink. Now I want a glass of wine. Um, but yeah. So when I say that every single time we're speaking, and again, like I said, these people have not been on tour since Colorado, and the first thing that they thought to do to us. Was guess what? Interrupt our conversation. So, and you know what? Really too, was- like, I can't even like. The thing about it is, they know that they have like a good relationship with them. So why do they need to interrupt us? Like Billy loves them. Why do you need to interrupt us? Like he's gonna come over yeah. to you no matter what. He loves you. No, Billy doesn't talk to fans. So. He's obviously always going to, and he speaks to them every time he sees them. So mm-hmm. it's not like you were, it's not like we, I mean, I don't know. We were talking to him for a long time, but still, it's not like they were going to miss out on, on an opportunity Mm-mm. to speak to him when he's the only people, like, they're the only people he speaks to. Yeah. So anyways, we were robbed. We were robbed of our time, of our 30 minute conversation. It was still a long conversation. Like, I'm not mad about it, but like. Also, just, like, stop interrupting people. There's a line of people who probably want to speak to him, too. Yeah. Did they get to speak to him? No. So, like, come on. Anyways. So, then Nick came out. Like, and the thing and is, lot- too, I'm not, I'm not done. The thing is, okay. too. Go hard. Like, talk your shit. I don't understand why you feel the need to interrupt them. Like, I would never interrupt someone. You don't think there's been times where I've wanted to be like, damn, can this conversation end? Can they just shut the fuck up? Yeah, of course there have been. Are you kidding me? I watched Nick have a 
hour conversation with 12 other people in Fort Worth. Did, did I go up there and interrupt him because I wanted to leave or I wanted to do that? No, I waited my fucking turn. Exactly. Because why am I going to interrupt them? Not only is it rude to the people who are speaking to them, but do you think they like that shit? Do you think that Nick, Aaron, Billy, and Schmitz love being interrupted? No. They don't. Like, we're in the middle of a conversation. Whatever you have to say is no more important than what I have to say. Exactly. Unless you are about to walk over there and tell me, like, the nuclear codes, you don't have anything to say that's more important than what I have to say. No, it's valid. It's just annoying. It's just rude and it's just disrespectful. And I it and it only happens to us. So I'm not saying that we're being targeted. I'm not saying that we're like the victims, but I am saying that it's just weird that every single conversation we have with somebody, you group of people are interrupting us. No, and the only I would never interrupt someone's conversation. The only time it ever happened was in Virginia Beach when Aaron about our car accident, like we talked about last week, and we didn't even do that. It was him. Exactly. I would never do so, that to someone. No matter how much I didn't like them, I would never do that. Because if my worst enemy pulled up to a rec show and was standing there talking to Aaron, do you really think I'm going to interrupt them? No, because then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look bad. Even even today, exactly, even today, we would still never do that to them. And it's still happening <laughs> till today. But, yeah, so Nick came over, and we were talking with Nick for a while. We were talking about a lot of things. We saved Nick's a lot of, life. A, a lot of random things. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Wandering in the street. Cars coming. He doesn't have his glasses on. My thing is, if you know you get dizzy without your glasses on, why would you take your glasses off while you're balancing on the curb and a car is coming? That, that's when I, what we pulled him in. And I said, yeah. I said, do I need to put you on suicide watch? Oh, that was the funniest joke he had ever heard. He thought that was hilarious. Like, he he pulled him off and he was cleaning him. And I said, he said, I'm sorry, I just get so dizzy with my glasses off. I said, so why would you take them off? And then like a couple minutes later, remember that car drove by blasting Favorite Liar? And they were at like the stoplight right there. <laughs> and, and the guy in the car was like, oh my god. Oh my god, that's the Rex! Oh, and he rolled his window down and he was like, I love you! That's so I forgot funny. about that. That was hilarious. That was, like, oh, that was cute. That was so cute. We were so ha- I was so happy to see them. They just truly yeah. did love the Rex. And they didn't they didn't get out of their car, they just kept going. No, they just kept going. They just kept going. Um But yeah, while we were talking to Nick, you'll never guess what happened. <laughs> we were interrupted again. God, this happened. Wait, Nick also punched Jazz in the face. Oh wait, no, yeah. Wait, but that was that. That wasn't before we were interrupted. Yeah, it was because it was when he was hugging. Well, oh, me. it was. Oh, okay, wait, yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. This is another one of my things. So we were standing. I was like on like a weird curb thing, and so I stepped down to hug Nick, and then like. He hugged Jazz or whatever, and I, like, went to step back because Laura was next to me, but I couldn't step back fast enough because I didn't want to trip on the curb. But Nick was ready to hug Laurel. (laughs) And so he puts his hand up. For some reason, he's making a fist, and he literally just knocks my glasses off, goes, oh, my God, 
still Pog Floral. <laughs> no, he did not care. I bet he checked the bottle of head. He did not he said, care. Oh my god, I just punched you in the face. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Like, yeah, I was okay. I wasn't okay 20 minutes ago when he first did. <laughs> when he first punched me in the face, when he first knocked me out. Like, I see your priorities. <laughs> Thank you for making sure that I was okay eventually. No, he did not care. Um. The best was when he went to, like, make sure you were okay. He went to touch your face and then he went, ooh. He was like, I cannot. <laughs> he, he, like, grabbed my face. And I, like, pulled away from him. So I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> It was both of you guys going, because you pulled away, you said, don't touch me, and then he realized what he was doing, he was like, I probably should not be touching this person's face. And I wasn't even saying, like, don't touch me, because, like... You just weren't expecting it. Yeah, like, I was like, if I knew he was going to touch me, I probably would have been, like, not saying that. But my initial reaction was just, like, don't touch me. She was mad. She was furious. Well, he did just punch you in the face. Yeah. But the best like, part of the whole thing is the whole time you were dying laughing. Me? No, her. Oh, Jazz. Because, like, I was in shock. Because it, like, I'm just so lucky my glasses did not fall off because he would have stepped on them. But, like, once I realized how hard he hit me, it started to hurt. And I was like, don't say ow. Don't make it known you're in pain. Oh my god, if you said ow, he would have killed himself. <laughs> he would have... Yeah, that would have been really like, bad if you said ow. He would have been like, oh my I was god, I'm so later. sorry. He would have like, walked straight on that bus. Later. As soon as he was done saying hello, he would have got straight on that bus. <laughs> but I literally was just like, don't say ow. Don't make it known how much pain you're in right now. <laughs> We don't know that. <laughs> We're not supposed to know that. Cut that out. Yeah. I love dropping information. It's so funny. I love how we're still on Athens. <laughs> Athens is the least important show. the first show that we've been talking about. Half. No, we're still not done. We're gonna talk about Texas for six hours. Okay, so yeah, so we were so after Jazz got punched in the face, we were talking to Nick about random things, and then we were talking about somehow Billy came back in the conversation. Yeah. No, before Billy. Yeah. Billy was brought back into our conversation forcibly. Billy was Billy was brought back into our conversation, and then we were interrupted again. With Billy. I guess who? With Billy. Guess. Who, though, who also interrupted the conversation? The same fucking people to talk about the set list. I don't give a fuck that Ugly Side is not on the set list. It was not about Ugly Side. Yes, no. Oh, what was it? Dystopia. Dystopia. Dystopia was not getting back on that set list. No, because remember when they walked up and then they started talking about putting a song on the set list and then we were all annoyed. And then they said what the song was. And I was like, hang on. They got a point. They got a point. Oh, and then this is when this is when Nick was like, um, he was like, oh yeah, there's going to be about this many people here at the Fort Lauderdale show. And I looked around and I said, 
there's gonna be this many people outside how do you know that <laughs> and he said no this many people at the show and i said i said oh so we're all gonna um he sit said, and cry he said please tell me you guys are gonna be there yeah i said oh so we're all gonna sit and cry and and hold each other's hands at the show and he said yeah i mean we can do that and i said oh you know what and then this is where i dropped the bomb i had a plan i just need the platform i want to hear i want my life back now so fucking bad life just one time i don't care if i hear it once and never hear it ever again i'm fine but i want to hear it live once so i said oh yeah you know since since it's gonna be so small and tiny let's do a new song and he was like what and i said no i don't want to say it because i just it gets it it gets annoying when people are telling you to add songs to set list so i just didn't want to be that person but i also wanted him to know that this needs to be played at some point and he was like oh he he said what it was and i said and i said and don't say you don't know the song because i know you guys know how to play it there's video proof that you guys know how to play it and he was like what and i said I didn't even say the name of the song. I was just like humiliated, so I started started doing the the acoustics. It's like an acapella group, and then he said, and I said, he looked confused at first, and I was like, it's your song, Nick. Like you know the song that I'm talking about. And then I was like, I want, I want my life back now. And he's, and then he like was pondering it, and I was like, and then he said, well, I would have to do the lights, and I said, oh, it's such a great. Thing that we have a, an off day tomorrow and he said he we do have an off said, day i need an off day yeah and so it wasn't played but i still have a hope and a dream i'm still one hoping day. that one day and when when the song is played i'll stop trying yes, maybe at your 50th show oh i let me draft some emails yeah i'm gonna say hey guys i'm we're not joking anymore get serious about this but um yeah so then we just left at, we left after that conversation yeah, we and we were this we we were talking to them for probably like 30 minutes i felt like we were there for kind of a long well nick did a photo shoot yeah, oh yeah oh yeah nick's insert nick's photo shoot <laughs> he, thought he, he discovered point fives the night before he discovered point fives the night before and so he and the problem is i don't i mean this could be just like an us thing but nick likes to scroll through camera rolls so he sure does that was also a problem that man because you don't want to scroll through our camera rolls that man will never get my phone in his hand i have never given him my phone and i never will no and then he he had to give me a look because of the picture that i had in my camera roll you're not supposed to be in there no he he grabbed (laughs) his phone and he said and i said what is he doing and, and him and Jazz were wrestling for the phone. phone. And he was like hitting you off. Yeah. Yes. Like, he was like, get off of me. me. And he's like, no, I'm he's not crazy. looking, I'm not looking. I see. No, he likes to scroll for Carol's. He was so like Why ours though. He was acting like he was your older brother, like going through your diary. Exactly. And that's exactly what he was doing. But yeah, but so we did, we he did our photo had shoot. Your phone like this, and he said, I'm not looking. Yeah, he was playing the 6 2 card. <laughs> But That's yeah. Fucking funny. So then the next Here day. <laughs> so, so then the next, the next day, day. When you drove to Florida, my aunt 
and my cousins live in like right outside Fort Lauderdale. My favorite people. Yeah, Jazz wants to move in with them. I love Laurel. I love the Dre's. Laurel's aunt and uncle. Yeah. And their whole family. I love them. So we were luckily going to be able to stay with them in Florida for free. But it was like a, it was supposed to be a nine hour drive. It took us about 13 and a half hours to get there. Well, because Jazz, well, here's our thing. This wasn't necessarily all Jazz's fault. We like to stop at welcome centers and do all that. But Jazz was like, I remember when I was a child. (laughs) They have orange juice. She was like, they have the orange juice there. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean they have orange juice? I'd like to make it known. This added five minutes. No, we were there for a while. No, we were there for a while because we were going through all the pamphlets, and we were like, "Okay, yeah, let's plan our let's plan our Disney trip, our Disney yeah. World trip." And we were lollygagging in that welcome center. We were taking pictures, and then we got the orange juice. She was not making it up. There was orange juice at the welcome center. It wasn't that good though. No, it was horrible. it was watered down, but she had made it seem like it was the best orange juice ever. Like she had, like I it was the it best was free orange juice. No, Josh was like, "Oh, we have to have this orange juice. It's so good." I was. She did the same thing to me and Allie on the summer tour too, and we didn't go. No, in Florida. No, we were so like, "We're not says. fucking stopping." Um, but then we went to this is a guy's. I met my biggest op on this next stop. <laughs> so after the Florida Welcome Center, we were driving for some time more. And then there was... What made us pull over? We were in the gas, one. And, and there was a and sign for real alligators. alligators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was determined to see an alligator. So this sign on the side of the road said, Real Life Alligators. I said, oh, we need to get off this freeway right now. So we pulled off the freeway, and we went to whatever it was. What do they call those things? What do they call those places? Like a rest stop? It wasn't a rest stop, though. And it's not a gas station. It was. They, it has a specific name. I don't remember it, though. But um, we got there, and I found an alligator. Yeah. Jazz, insert picture. There's not much else to it. The alligator wanted to fight. <laughs> so I fought it. So I fought um, it. It was a little baby alligator. It was cute though. It was kind of cute. But like, why did they keep like in a tank? Is crazy. Like that's so not right. Oh, and they had that stuffed alligator. Jazz, remember? Laurel didn't go in there with that us. Was no, I didn't. Laurel didn't go in there with us. But there was like an al- like an alligator. I thought it was just like a replica. Turns out it was a. They skinned the alligator and stuffed it. And then and they, I remember Jazz and I were like in there, and then we accidentally like stumbled into like the really conservative part of the store, and like all the signs were like really pro Republican, and we were like, we gotta go. So it's time to go. So then we got in the car, and we're driving, and I just was scrolling on my phone, and saw this Instagram post. That made us have to stop for another 30 minutes. (laughs) Guys, I saw the crazy, like the craziest Instagram post you could ever see. And the the gasp, I gasped that day. I said, (gasps) they thought someone died. They were like, what the fuck? 
like we were in the situation room. I said, guys, we need to pull over right now. I was on the phone. I was texting people. I was drafting emails. Oh, shit. It was so bad. So we had to deal with that. So that also added to our drive. We stopped for 30 minutes over a singular Instagram post. And then, like, in the last hour of our drive, we got really deep in the car. Oh, yeah. We were, like, talking about family traumas. Hometown crimes. Yeah. It was crazy. We were getting to know each other on this drive. Yeah. And wait, um, and you remember the lady? Oh my god, there was a lady behind me. She was tailgating the fuck out of me and she was flashing. Oh my god, lights. and she was flashing her lights. And I was we already going here. like over the speed limit, like fifteen, almost twenty over the speed limit. And she was riding my ass and she was flashing her brights at me and I was not fucking having it. I was like getting in the lane. I was like cutting her off. I was so fucking mad. And then she got in front of me and there was traffic. And she got in front of me and she couldn't go anywhere because there was cars everywhere. So I sat behind her and I flashed my brights for like 10 minutes. Yeah, because girl, fuck you. Such a bitch. Like, you're not going anywhere. There's nowhere to go. Didn't she get pulled over? She got pulled over. (laughs) Yes, she got pulled over. I was going to say that. I was going to say, didn't she get pulled over? But I was like, maybe I'm just making that up. But she, no. She did. We watched her get pulled over. I was like, yeah, that's what you fucking It was so satisfying. Like, you don't, like. When we finally got to my aunt's house, she got us drunk. Oh, yeah, we got drunk. And then that was the night Sonder Deluxe came out. Guys, that was a long night. Yeah. That was fun. That was a really, that was a long night. We were drunk. I was I drinking- just remember sitting by the fire, getting super drunk with my aunt and my uncle and their grandma and my cousins. Oh, my God. Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline, she told us the story about how when she was in Greece or Athens or wherever she was, and she broke both her knees, but she heard, but yeah, but she heard Napoleon was there, so she kept going with two broken knees, so she could see Napoleon. She broke her knees at the Acropolis, and she heard Napoleon was at the museum, some somewhere, and she said, "And guess what? I had to see Napoleon." So she went with two broken knees. I need you guys to know she has the thickest, like, French accent, too. So she was like, oh. Napoleon was there. And then we found out she knew my hometown. We found out a lot of people knew my hometown on this tour. Yeah. They were like, oh, where are you from in California? I was like, oh, you'll probably don't know. And it's in Southern California. They're like, where? And I and I say where I'm from, and they're like, I love that place. I'm like, you guys come in vacation here? Yeah, we had, that was a long night. We were, we were drunk. We were eating fried chicken, like... Yeah, that was fun. And then we met Padre that day. It was just... Well, yeah, I met Padre. They already family, met Padre. My family is fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love Laurel's family. And um, we had the Fort Lauderdale show. Mm-hmm. Which was originally Miami, but yeah. the venue canceled. What, what ended up happening? I forgot what happened with Miami. Oh, it was like... They canceled it on the first day of tour, and they sent us a notification that the Rex Back and Better Than Ever tour was canceled on our way. We were in the car driving to Reno, Nevada, and we were like, what? But it was Oh, yeah, I remember you guys texted me. They were like, the whole tour is canceled. I was like, like, no way. And then we found out it was just 
that notification was so misleading and it was the first day of tour i was in nevada i was like there's no fucking way and it was from the venue too so it was kind of like what it's like Like the venue just worded that really crazy so we ended up going to the culture room Mm -hmm. um we got there we left fairly early in the morning yeah because you wanted to go to the beach and like see the atlantic ocean and stuff too yeah, I never, I've never seen the Atlantic Ocean, so it was my time. And we got there early, and then we went to the beach. And well, that, oh, this is when we first met Mel. I was gonna say that this is the first time we met Mel, mm-hmm. and we didn't even know. And we didn't even know her. So she if was you guys don't know, first time we met her in person, and we didn't. Yeah. Know. If for the people that don't know, Mel is our bestie girl. And we met her multiple times before we became besties, and we didn't really know. And we didn't even know. Um, and then we came back to the venue. This venue was so slight. It had a parking lot attached to it. It was free parking. Um, yeah. But there was a pub mm-hmm. in that same shopping center, so we went over to the pub to pregame. I'm going to find out what the pub name is for us. It's Kelly's Pub. Kelly's Pub. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to them. They were the fucking. That's one of my favorite places we went the whole tour. Yeah, it's an Irish Kelly. It's probably like Kelly Irish Pub, but it's Kelly's Pub. And um, we went in there, and it was so much. It was so cute. And everyone, when we walked in, was sitting at the bar. You could tell this was like a hometown pub. Like everyone in there knew each other. Regular only. Yeah. So we walk in, and the bartender turns and looks at us and goes, you guys are groupies, huh? <laughs> and we said, uh, yeah. And she was like, I could just tell. And I was like, she was like, who are you guys seeing? She was asking us all these questions. She was, who who are you guys seeing? Oh, they're playing at the culture room. What time? Yada, yada, they yada. They gave us $5 and made us play all the Rex songs on the jukebox. Like, they gave us the money to play the Rex. Yeah, she walked over with Cash and she said, play their music, turn it on. But mind you, this you, it was just very Republican. And they just put, the Rex had just put out a whole album about how shitty being a Republican is. So, we were go. We had to stand at that jukebox and pull up the song lyrics for the songs. Yeah, and make sure we weren't playing anything crazy because, or else we would have got canceled. They would have threw us out of that bar. Don't be scared. No, I saw "Don't Be Scared" and I said, "Absolutely, there's no way in hell that we're playing this song." If anyone asked us about the song, I would deny it. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, it's an instrumental. That is, a different, that is a different band called The Rex. Um, so, but you but know we... what? They ended up loving The Rex, and multiple people in that bar bought tickets. Just, I don't care if Nick thinks we're lying or not. Multiple people yeah, bought tickets in that bar. He has so much to say about that Instagram story. He but truly does not believe us. He said, yeah, I saw your story. I just don't believe it. Don't piss me off. But yeah, so we talked. Everyone in there loved us, truly. They did love us. And we got a lot of the guys to and gals there to it was like like seven people in there. Mm -hmm. We got them all to go to the show 
Because here's the thing. These people are sitting at this damn pub all day. They have nothing better to do. Yeah. I said the tickets are $30. Make your way over to the culture room. Um, but I think that's all that happened. Oh, more, more happened in the pub, but I can't say. <laughs> I was oh, like, is man. that all that happened in the pub? And then I had a flash. A trauma flash. I just remember hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> Here's the problem, guys. I'm so unaware of things that are going on around us. Like, when I'm having drinks and we're having a good time, and I'm talking to this older man. So, this older guy, he was asking us where we're from, why we follow them, yada, yada, yada. And I said, oh, I'm from Southern California. And he said, where? And I said, my town. And he said, oh, my God, I'm going there next week. I said, shut the fuck up. And my town's just not a town you come to. I mean, for I guess for other people it is. Because in the same week, I met two people who love the town I'm from. And so he was like, oh, I'm going there next week. And so I was, like, plugging my job. And I was like, you got to go to my job. It's, like, the best, like, barbecue. Like, come here. And he was like, well, are you going to be there? And I was like, no. He said, well, then I don't want to go. And I said, no, still go. <laughs> I don't want you to come there because I'm going to be there. No, I'm going to be on tour, but go eat there. And, um... So he, we were, I was talking to him and someone walks in the door and Laurel and Jazz are like, Jasmine, don't say anything. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like talking to this guy. It's like this older guy. I'm like, I'm talking to my friend here, guys. Like, and my, we're drinking. So I'm like, guys, I'm talking to my friend here. What do you mean don't say anything? And I'm just chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit-chatting. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, they're like, there's someone behind you. And I was like, Who? And they're like, we can't say. And Laurel runs to the bathroom and hides in there. And then I told Jazz, I said, take a picture of me so I can see who's behind me. So I was pretending to pose for a picture. And then I look at the picture and I said, oh. Thank God I shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> Thank God. Can you imagine if I was saying some, like. <laughs> but yeah. I was just so spatially unaware of everything. Like, once you get a drink in me and a good, like, and once we start talking to people, there's, I, I know nothing about what's going around. But, yeah. So, we went to the show. The culture room was interesting. It was a small, tiny show. But it was really cool because there was, like, an outside part of it. And there was, like, a bar out there. And that's where the merch table was, where Pam was. And then the venue was small, but they had, like, a little balcony. And truly... Because in Athens, Nick was like, oh, there's only going to be 100 people there. And I count, we counted the crowd. And there was 150 yeah, there people was. there. Um, He was not lying. And um, the he stage, though, is like 10 he feet said, high. He said, why would you count? I said, I thought you were lying. <laughs> why wouldn't we count? You said there was going to be 100 people. And it was a three. Cut yeah. that out. I Don't embarrass them like that. I'm not going to embarrass them. Um, yeah, so, uh, it was a really small crowd, but it was a cool venue. The only thing is that the stage was so high, and this is when Schmiz fell off. Yeah. The stage during like, Favorite Liar. Like, you had to look up if you were in the front row. Yeah, like, well, just think about Mel. <laughs> I don't even know how Mel wanted to be in the front like that, because she was standing up at the thing like this. Mm-hmm. She said, like, she it was, was like, my neck started hurting. <laughs> it's a really, it's like, when I say a high stage, I don't mean just like, I mean like, 
It's above your head. The stage, the stage was probably taller than us. So after the show, thank God the parking lot was right there, so we were able to go to the car and put our stuff in there. And then we're walking back over to the venue. And this girl comes zooming through the parking lot. I was hoping you were going to mention this. No. <laughs> zooming through the parking lot. And I mean, like, and then she pulls and parks in the middle of, like, three parking spaces. She's <laughs> diagonal across the parking lot. And she goes, are they coming out? Or because Nick, wa- oh, Nick was outside. And she goes, oh, my God, that's Nick, right? That's Nick. And she starts standing near us. She goes, yeah, I was leaving. And then I was driving by and I, I, I saw that he came outside. So I zoomed back. I was like, and then she Whoa. looked in her car and she said, oh, my God, I can't park like that. <laughs> But she left it. <laughs> she left it. She didn't move it. Um, and she was so funny. And she was there, and all she did was take a picture and left. Yeah. She didn't even speak to them. She said, "Hey, let's take a picture." Or no, we, I think we started talking to. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> we started talking to him, and then what happened happened. So he had to go back in the venue, and he ca- and then we were standing outside. She goes, "Is he coming back out?" I was like, yeah, like, it's like you're good, you're good. He's coming back out. She said, oh, good. And then he came back out, and we started like he started talking to us, and we just and one thing we do with Nick is we just talk. We have for about nothing and for a long time. So she goes, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to interrupt and be rude, but I just want a picture. <laughs> I was like, all power to you, girl. She was so funny. not mad at you. I respected her so much. She just said, I just need, I gotta go. Can we just get a picture? And they just took a picture and she got in her car and left. Took a picture and left. And she was by herself. She had no one with her. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Oh yeah. And the, the, the bus was missing. <laughs> oh yeah. We walked out the venue and the bus wasn't there. And I said, did they get off of the stage and run to the bus and leave? There's no way. Um, but the bus was missing for a while. Oh my god, maybe there's like a back exit. Yeah. There wasn't. I was like, maybe they dipped. Like, this. We would have saw them leave. The green room entrance wasn't, like, there wasn't a back entrance to the venue. Yeah. Um, the bus was missing, and all the guys came out with their suitcases. <laughs> I just remember Schmidt's going. Yeah. And turning around. And then they all. And was walking around the parking lot. And, and then they, like, they just all went into the bar with their suitcases. <laughs> yeah, they went. They went into Kel- in the Kelly's pub. They said, "Yeah, we're done." Um, and didn't someone come up to us and ask if the bus left? I think I Aaron know. did. I think Aaron did. I think he was like, "Guys, <laughs> did they I leave?" Like, I feel like it was like Andrew came up to us and was like, "You know where the bus <laughs> is." It was Andrew. I was saying, it's I like, just saw why, would, why would we know? Why Aaron, would we know? Andrew, it's your bus. <laughs> You're on the bus every day. You're asking me if I know where the bus is. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, that's all that happened in Fort Worth. Fort Worth? Or Fort, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. But then- um, in Fort Lauderdale. The next day we left, 
and we went to Tampa, and it was only, like, a two-hour drive, so we got to, like, leave a little bit later, and we went to our hotel, and it was a little bit sketchy, but we weren't really thinking anything of it when we checked in. We just, like, we were in a rush. We had to get ready to go to the show. Like, we were, we were running late that day, and, like, we didn't really think anything of it, but we noticed that we had a mirror on our wall that you could see into the mirror and see the whole room from the outside if, like, you... um like look through the window even if the curtains were closed yeah because the curtains closed but it only covered the front of the window like it didn't wrap all the way around so the the little thing you could see through the curtains was to the conjoining room door and there was a mirror on it and the mirror was reflecting the room and i was like this is giving me bad vibes like it just was we we weren't we were like this hotel is sketchy but like we ha- we're in a rush right now, so we just covered the mirror up with a towel and like left. Yeah, we got ready and then we left, and we went to this. What was it? A bar and this, cafe. This venue had free parking as well. Oh yes, because it was like in um like a think, like in a shopping town. I think all the venues in Florida had free parking. They did. You know what? If you take notes. That's the one thing Florida got right. All their venue parking is free. But no, we paid for the we paid for the parking in um we paid for the parking in Jacksonville because we there was the free parking garage, but we weren't sure if it was really free. And we didn't want to get towed, mm, that's why we paid yeah. for the parking. So there was free parking available. But we were just like And also the parking garage just looked a little Yeah. Mm-hmm, it was sketchy. Sketchy. Yeah. But in tampa we parked and we went to like we went to like a cute little restaurant the restaurant was so cute and jazz this was jazz's meal of the century but also at this restaurant i was like i'm gonna get an espresso martini and i like espresso martinis they're good like i've had many since and i've had many before that and so i got it Oh, I thought that was your first time trying it. No. Oh, I totally thought that was your first time trying it. I also thought it was your first time trying it. Because you're like, I'm going to try this. No, it was not my first time. (laughs) Because I've I've had many. And so I got this espresso martini. And they brought it over. And the waiter was like, this is my favorite drink. It's so good. Like, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. He brought it over. I took a sip. I gagged. It was so disgusting. But I felt so bad sending it back because he was like, it's so good, right? Like, he was like, it's my favorite drink. So I called over another waitress and I was like, please take this. It was disgusting. But you know what? Nothing about vodka and espresso espresso sounds good to me. Oh my god, no. It's so good. Like, it, doesn't int- it doesn't intrigue me in any way. When I went to um, Taylor Swift, I had a salted caramel espresso martini at this espresso martini bar near my cousin's house, and it was amazing. Yeah, no, that one was just really... It was really bad. Gross. But yeah, we got this meal, and it was a nice meal, but then we all started fighting. (laughs) Yeah, we sure did. (laughs) We also... Guys, we were were mid-argument in this restaurant, and this lady... (laughs) (laughs) Men yelling at each other, and this lady comes up to us and she goes, "Can I just tell you guys, 
the vibe you guys are giving off you guys are the cutest friends i've ever seen you guys keep doing what you're doing i can tell that you all love each other so much and i was watching you from across the bar and i've been watching you guys this whole time and you guys are just the cutest friends ever but like leading up like, to leading up to that moment when we started arguing we were we were like taking pictures and like laughing and like doing like lipstick and shit like we were being cute but then we, started we were arguing. being cute but like we were and but the thing is is like if we, she was watching us we were arguing for like a good amount of time before we the, but like the way we were arguing like we weren't like screaming at each other no we were just like talking how we do like yeah. expressively so it could have looked like we were like in depth in a conversation. I don't know, but I just thought it was the funniest thing because she said that, and I looked over at her, and I was about to say, "I hate these people." <laughs> <laughs> You're the cutest friends. I hate them. <laughs> like it was so funny. Maybe she funny. got the vibe she needed to say that. Maybe she was like, "Oh, this friendship's about to fall apart if I don't fall walk apart, over there right now." She lucky did save it. Shout out to her. Yeah, we because, were no, because when she said that, we were all just like. Okay. Like we, it, it took us back. Like we, we needed to take a step back because yeah. we were just going in. Like, so she really um did save our friendship that day. Yeah. Because after she walked away, I turned and I said, and then we all were like, "Get a load of that fucking." I, the thing too that we were arguing about was so fucking stupid. <laughs> and it's crazy how that yes, thing comes back later in the night. Yeah. You know, it's crazy that that, like, full circles itself. Yeah. And, um... And, like, also, I think, too, like, another problem we had is we had been together 24-7 for so long that we were, like, due for an argument. Yeah, guys, just be prepared. Like, it's not gonna be all rainbows and sunshine when you're on tour. Like, there's gonna be fights. Like, we were all just so sick and tired of each other at this point like <laughs> truly like, honestly, like after the like couple hours of this fight we were having a great time yeah no after the show we were like guys why were we ever arguing we should never fight again yeah that was one of our like most unhinged after show moments because i remember we were just so all like laughing so hard yeah and it's like you could and like that was like the first time we all were together since the argument <laughs> well yeah because so we went to the we we got out of we left the restaurant so i have mm-hmm. no thoughts we left the restaurant and we didn't show up to the show until we skipped arlie. We, mm-hmm. we yeah skipped we arlie. skipped arlie cuz we were just sitting in the in the restaurant we were like we don't really care to be there right now and also it was a big ass venue yeah it was so I was like, "There's, we're not even going to be anywhere close. Like, there's no point in getting up and leaving right now just to be, like, in the back and squish. We could just still be in the back and have some free space. Yep. And, God, that venue was fucking packed, dude. But we walked into the venue. Too. The people of Tampa love the Rex. Oh, my God. Sorry, I have a sore throat. So My sore throat, so... And right now, it feels like there's a ball on the end of my on my throat. So when I swallow, it's like a it goes, doo and it makes me want to throw up. Like it's making me it, it 
it's the crazy this is the craziest sickness i've ever had i've been sick for two weeks that's so yeah that's wild um, but um oh so at at the so we got to the venue and we were all when i say we were all the way in the back i mean all the way in the back and we were still like in the in the midst of our fight like we weren't talking. Yeah. Like we watched this venue not speaking to each other. Like we like normally when we scan our tickets, like we wait for each other. Like <laughs> we scanned our tickets and immediately just kept walking. Like yeah. we did not wait for each other. I stopped and I was taking pictures in the mirror, so I knew you guys were like already gone. I went to the bathroom. Uh and I'll, that was a really nice bathroom. This this venue was also really pretty and really nice. Yeah. The bathroom. We'll get there actually, just keep going. Yeah. So we're going and we're um in the back of the venue and it's just like a little bit awkward like we're not talking to each other so we're not like really dancing with each other and <laughs> or no me and jazz are dancing i made jazz dance i was like jazz dance with me right now because jazz like, leaned over to me and she was like, like she was like we can't be awkward like get up and I was you like, guys were, okay you guys were dancing but you weren't like going hard like normal no, we weren't. But also, we were in the back. Like, there's no point, you know. I mean, well, I mean, we've gone hard in the back of shows. Also, it's before. so important to note that we kept turning to each to each to each other, and be like, no one's watching us. Like, it doesn't even fucking matter what we're doing. Like, we're just fucking here. Yeah, and so I was like, Jazz, dance with me, because normally Laurel dances with me, but we were mad. <laughs> we were we were furious at each other. So I turned to Jazz and I said, Jazz, dance with me right now. I was like, so... and at this show too, like, because I was so upset. I was so bored and not because of the rex like they were putting on a great show i was just like get me the fuck out of here no it was a great show and then um they did the fan project and this is like the first time that i was ooh, trained <laughs> this is the first time that i've always been proud of the rex but I think this was the first night where, because we were in the backpack and there was a fan project this night during normal. And the crowd and was going so hard. It was a really nice, like... It was um, a really good show and a great, great crowd. And this is when he did the girls only mosh pit and it worked. Yeah. Like, girls yeah. were running from the back of the crowd to get into the mosh pit. Like, they were letting... It was crazy. It was so much fun. Um, and they did a fan project. And I don't remember what the piece of paper said. It was like you make us feel normal. We were, they were passing around, and whoever did this fan project, I mean, they did a great job. Like they got they printed out papers. Yeah. I mean, everyone in that venue had one up, and so well, this they like the, they held it up. This was like the biggest venue of the tour, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they held it up during normal, and I was like, I was crying. I was like, wow. I felt I like their mom. Them. Yeah, you were. And I I was like, I feel like their mom in this moment, like, or like, you know, like a really close friend, like, holy shit, like they're performing for this crowd and like, we're here and we get to follow them on tour. And it was just, it was a really surreal moment. I was so proud of them in that moment where I just like, couldn't hold it. I want you to know my eyes are watering right now and it's not because of this. I'm burning an incense and it's at the end and the smoke (laughs) is burning my eyes. (laughs) I'm like, Laurel's getting, so emotional Laurel's getting emotional thinking about it. She's getting emotional thinking about it. It's just really it's bad the timing. Incense. It's really bad timing. Um, 
But yeah, it was like it was really, really, really emotional. And at this point, I think normal was before infinitely ordinary. Yeah, and oh, so infinitely ordinary was bad that night. Infinitely oh, ordinary, I was sobbing during Sonder. I was, I, I was... During Sonder, which was right after normal, I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Laurel left. I went into the, I w- I went into that bathroom and I cried for like the whole. Oh time. yeah, so Laurel. Oh yeah, Laurel was talking about her in the bathroom. How so, she left. during yeah. Sonder, I left. Oh. And I went into the bathroom, and I cried in the bathroom for quite some time. Like, this bathroom saw me at my worst. And so then I just went to the car, and I hung out there, and I just waited for the show to be done. Basically. Yeah. And then Infinitely Ordinary, well, the show kept going. And then when Infinitely Ordinary came on, that was really- That was really emotional. Yeah, I was like, I was going through it that night. Like, I was crying. Everyone was singing. And there's a part of the song where, if you guys have been to a show, that Nick, like, gets very extremely passionate about it. And he's like, uh, part of the the end of the song, yeah, it's, it goes, I, uh, I think I could get used to this. And so he has the crowd repeat that a lot. And so it's just like the crowd... The whole crowd is singing. He's not singing on the mic. It's just like, I think I could get useless. And he's like, I want to feel you. I want to believe you. One more time to see what he was doing that. And I, everyone was so loud and just screaming. And coming off of a, of a show that 150 people were at to a show where I think 13 pe- 1,300 people were at, it was like, it, it was just like oh my god like i just tr- that was like a proud that was a proud 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 mom moment for me and i think we were all really emotional that night and i think you know what like honestly like even like with us fighting i think it really like just put into perspective like guys like this is our life like we're having fun like we're doing what we don't want to do we're off of work for months and like we're following a band on tour like it was just a lot there was a lot of emotions flowing yeah. but yeah so then I told Jazz, I was like, during the encore, let's go down into the pit. And Jazz was like, you want to go down there? And I was like, yeah, why not? Because the crowd was so much fun. I was like, I need to get a, I need to get a, in this action. Because we don't know, we, we rarely get good crowds. Like, mm-hmm. when we have a good crowd, we need to soak it up. So it was such a good crowd. And I was like, I really want to be in the pit for the encore. So we got down in the pit and we went, and we were in the back of the pit. So we weren't, it was nothing crazy, but I mean, the whole pit was full. Like, um, there was this group of guys in front of us, and oh my god, guys, I quote these men, like, a, a, an unhealthy amount. An unhealthy amount. These guys were just frat bros. And they were, like, there was no girlfriends around. Like, I don't know if they knew the Rex, if their girlfriends were there. I don't know what was going on. But god damn, these where men you now were... And knew all the words. Where you now came on, and he said, oh my god! I love this song! And he was... So then you, him and his friends, so me and Jazz were going hard, and they were going hard, and they started turning around and singing with me and Jazz, and we were all just going hard for Where Are You Now? And then Favorite Liar came on, and when Favorite Liar came on, they were like, oh my god, I love this song too! And so that song went hard, and they were having the time of their lives, and that also made me like, I wasn't like crying at that time, but I was just like smiling so big, because I was like, people love the Rex. Just like us, just like us. They love them. They want to dance. They want to like. They have so fun. They have so much fun. So this group of guys, there was like three or four of them. 
there was more there was more in the group but like deeper in the pit yeah and so when favorite liar ended the other ones come and join up with them and the one guy he's like all right everybody He's talking to his friends. He's like gathering. His- He's like, "Let's go. We're done. That's it. We're coming home. It's over. That's it." <laughs> and they were so all like funny. sad. They were all sad that the show was over. He's like, "We're done. We're leaving. It's time to go home." And they, yeah, no, I just I love quoting them. Every They're time funny. something happens, I'm like, "We're done." Yeah, that was so. But funny. Yeah. It was funny. And then um, after the show, oh my god, guys, the Rex were famous this night. So famous. famous. I've never seen them be so famous in my entire life. In Tampa, Florida, out of all places. After the show, you guys came back to the car, and then everything was just fine, and we just went out and waited for them. No, no, we got back to the car, and I said, Laurel, get your ass out of the car right now. And she was like, I said, get out of the car. She got out of the car, and then we sat, and we and we were sat in a circle, and, we, and then we were fine. Yeah, and we were good. And then, um, so shall we should we shall mention that one. So Jazz, in in her in her uh, okay. Jazz and Laurel, but specifically Jazz on this one, in Don't her TD TDE era, she has a lot of enemies she's created. I do. This specific and enemy happened, so happened to the be the worst one. Her biggest opposition. The worst happened to be one. The show. Or my the infamous show. notorious beef that everyone knows about was standing yeah. right next to me. So sh- her and her friend were at the show, and they were um, standing near us, and they were making fun of us. Mm-hmm. while we were talking for no reason for no reason and mind you guys there's like a lot i mean i say there's a lot of people they sitting out. i mean they had to put up a barricade it was a barricade to speak even. to the wrecks yeah i said the, you're telling me the the little men that I, that i've been following around for a month there's a barricade they were famous oh, shocked so yeah there so was these probably, were, they were making fun of us there's probably a hundred people out there yeah, I wouldn't. I would say that it was a hundred people too. And they, these girls, were making fun of us. And I don't know this girl. I just know of her because of jazz. And so I'm, I'm getting riled up. I'm like, fuck this bitch. Like, do you want to fight? That's what I was thinking in my head. Because like, why are you sitting here making fun of us? Like, you're just weird. Like, you're miserable. You're weird. You have no, and you have like, you're bored. Worry about yourself. So she starts, she's making fun of us. So Aaron comes out. And let me tell you guys, these, I've, these men know when we need them. <laughs> True. Yeah. They are aware that when we need their help, they're, they're there to give us help. So Aaron comes out and he's talking to the girls in front of us. And he's like, he, I was like, oh, do you want me to take your guys' picture? And the girl's like, yeah, we'll take your picture too. I was like, girls don't worry i don't need a picture let me just take yours and um we take their picture and aaron goes you guys like he was so happy to see us and i was like yes because the because the bitch was standing right behind me (laughs) and she was listening 
and she was listening to everything we were saying. Like, they were not even having their own conversation. They were listening to everything that we were saying. Mm-hmm. Then Nick comes out, and he goes over. We're, so we're standing on the right side. So he goes over to the left, and he's talking to a bunch of people. And <laughs> Nick was getting, really Nick was getting star treatment this night. People were thrilled to see Nick Anderson. You would have thought that Nick Anderson just stepped off like the fucking Mayflower. Like, he was so popular. Yeah. Stepped off the Mayflower? I don't know, dude. That's just the first thing I no. thought of. No, because people were walking by and they were like, who is that? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was fucking, there was bitches. The bitches were out for Nick that night. And, um, so he's like, he talks, he talks to a big group of people. So his, he groups people up. So he grouped a big group up and was talking to them. And then he's like, all right, guys, I'm done for the night. And so he starts walking away, and I was like, damn, that's rough. And then he turns. I was like, damn, that's really rough, and that sucks because Jazz's biggest op is right behind us. Like, we really mm-hmm. could have slayed. And then we need him to come like, through. He, but he did come through. He's walking towards the bus, and he, go, and he turns. He said, oh, I didn't even see you guys. <laughs> He's so happy to see us. And he walks past everybody. I mean, talk, there's 50 people still waiting to talk to him. Like, there's hella people out there. And he walks all the way over to our side. And he's like, guys, I didn't even see you guys. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Did you guys drive safe? Yada, yada, yada. And I then hear. we're talking. He comes around the barricade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, pulls he- us away from everyone. Yeah, he came around the barricade, pulls us to the side. I bet you people were like, what the fuck? Because me personally, I'd be pissed. Yeah. No, because he dissed everyone and was like, oh my god. He said, I'm going to bed. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) He got up and said, you guys! I didn't even see you guys! So, we... And I was like, this is just perfect. So then, we're talking to Nick for a little bit. (laughs) God, and then he just came through again. So then we're leaving. The bitch... (laughs) So the girls who are Jazz's biggest op, she nicks. We say, "Okay, have a good night," and he's like, "Yeah, guys, have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow." And then the girls who don't like Jazz, it, no, the, wait, that was the he, he said the best thing he's ever said to end a conversation. He was like, "Oh, we'll just we'll talk tomorrow when it's less crazy and there's less people." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what do you mean? We're not friends like that." No. <laughs> No, he can't. No, I'm telling you. He knows what to say he and when to say the situation. it. He knows what to say and when to say it. And so he goes. One thing about so Nick then Anderson, we start walking. He's a vibe checker. One thing about him. Mm-hmm. A vibe checker. Oh, wait. We and didn't so, even say. He was like, why weren't you guys having fun? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes, I saw you guys. Why weren't you having fun? And we said, what? And he said, I saw you. You were all the way in the back. To the left. <laughs> we were by the doors. What do you mean you saw us? 1,400 people between us. <laughs> no, literally. 1,400 people. He said, you guys weren't having fun. What was wrong? And I was like, no, we were fine. Like, we were he was like, no, you weren't. You weren't dancing. Your arms were all at your sides. <laughs> I was like, oh, what are you saying? <laughs> It was just a 
point where, like, he really did check that vibe. Like, Laurel said, he is a vibe checker. And he literally, he, like, he, like, mapped out the venue, and he was like, I was here, and you were, he was like, you were back said, up, and then, like, on the staircase. Up, up, up the stairs, and around. I was like, it's like in front of the barrier. Like, it was like, it's like, okay, oh my God. God. No, and then I was like, and then, it, go ahead, Laurel. I was like, we believe you. You don't need to, <laughs> need to map out the whole venue for us. I was like, oh my God. And then um, I was like, well, then I said, I was like, oh, but we came down during the encore. He said, I know. That was the only was like, time. He was like, then you wanted to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, to be so wrong, we're all we're going through it tonight. Like, it was a bad day for us. And the best was when Jazz and I went down. We felt like we like made eye contact with Are him, you? and oh, we were like, no, no, we didn't. Sorry. That was a we were like, there's no reaction. way we just like we just like made eye contact with him. I was like, I think he knows we moved. He and just Jazz jumped goes, up here really? and, and then ate she... fries off my desk. Oh my god, Gator. Jesus. Continue. Yeah, he was we were like I, I said I turned to Jasmine and I said, I feel like I said I feel like he knows that we moved. And she said, Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, so him saying that I was like, Nick, pay attention to other people. Like, I don't crowd. know you. Yeah. Anyways. No, he came through. He came through. So then we're leaving the conversation, you guys. And he we're goes done talking. <laughs> We're out. We're in the street. At this point, all the way to the sidewalk. So, but so we're turning away, and the girls. And so he turns away to leave because he said that he was done for the night before he even came up yeah. to us. So he turns away to leave, and the fucking bitch that Jazz doesn't like her doesn't like Jazz. She goes, Nick, wait, can we take a picture? And I was like, Wow, that's so fucking lame, you lame ass bitch. And here's the thing, I wouldn't have that reaction if she wasn't a bitch, but when you're gonna be a bitch yeah. to me, I'm gonna be a bitch right back. Like, she deserved that. Mind, she, I was you, like, oh, mind you, she tweeted Jazz's address when she was 14. Yeah, she docks Jazz. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, like, she, also, my this whole thing was, like, when she was making fun of us, she was, like, making fun of us in a way where she was like, I'm so much better than you. Like, oh my god, cause, like, exactly. you're blah blah blah, like, I'm so much better than you, like, all this stuff. And it's like, okay, you just saw what happened. And so when she when she was like, Nick, wait, I looked at her, I was like, oh, that's lame as fuck. Because, yeah, because I'm nice until you fucking poke the bear. Yeah. Like, we're very nice to people. We're nice to people to this day who have been fucking vicious to us. Like, and we're still nice to them. Yeah. So this girl really, really deserved it that night. And I was like, oh, that's lame, screaming at him for a picture. And then we keep walking. And then he goes, yeah, sure, we'll take a picture. They hand the phone to some random girl in the crowd. Nick is, at this point, back on the other side of the barricade. He has his arms over them. And then the two girls are right here looking at the picture, like looking at the camera. And he goes, Wait, you guys! Drive safe, please! Somebody else drive tonight! I don't want you guys to get in another accident. And he called me by my name. He said, Maybe Jasmine didn't drive today. He said, He said, Jasmine, don't drive tonight. I was like, So. I was like, oh, and then I turned around, and we didn't make any noise until we got back to the car, because it was like, the parking structure was right there, but god fucking damn, Nick Anderson, thank you so much. Well, then we also remember, 
person that night. Well, remember, he spent that whole interaction with them talking to us that by the point that we got to, like, the second level of, like, the staircase, the girls were on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. they were already at their car. So we were like, don't say anything. Cause yeah, that's why we weren't allowed to say anything until we got to the car. But god damn, thank you, Nick. You really, really helped us out that night. And we needed yeah. that. Yeah. If they weren't bitches, then I would have a, it would be different. But they were being so rude. Yeah, they were. Um, but yeah, so that was Tampa. Oh, we got back to the hotel room. Oh yeah. <sighs> and then we so had to when flee. We, when we got back to our hotel room, and mind you, we were staying in Clearwater, which is where Scientology is. And so we got back to our hotel room, and our hotel room was on the first floor, and it had doors that opened, like, out. Like, it was not inside, like, in a hallway. And so we get back to our room, and we see that there's, like, a cup sitting on our windowsill, like, outside the room. And we were like, oh, shit. That's, like a common sign of like marking for like human trafficking like letting you know there's girls in here like alone whatever so we get in the hotel room and we're like we're done we're done we're out we're leaving we are done and also there was black mold yeah in the shower everywhere but i remember we were so freaked out that we were like we were trying to figure out what to do and we were so scared of even being in the room that we went to the car Mm -hmm. and we figured out what we were gonna do and then we literally gave ourselves like three minutes in the hotel room yeah i washed my hair in the sink Mm-hmm. and then we just we packed everything up and we left we were out in like less than eight minutes and, and then so we started remember, i i helped you wash your hair yeah and then jazz called her mom and told her what we were doing and then we immediately like we left we're gone and like we we could have driven back to my aunt's but it was in the opposite direction of where we needed to go and we were like you know what we'll just we'll figure it out like we have to drive four hours or however long it was to jacksonville we're just going to drive there now. We know where we're going. And that's that's literally all we can do is drive to Jacksonville right now. So we got into our car and we just went. And Jazz Jazz drove. And Jasmine was in the back seat and I was in the passenger seat. And Jasmine was, like, sleeping back there. And me and Jazz were in the front seats. And we were driving through the thickest fucking fog. The thickest fog and the uh, probably the scariest I don't even know. I don't even want to call it a town because we were in it for so long. And we were like, it was like a it, back road. And I remember before we like started going that way, I was like, we need to get gas now. And you were like, we should be fine. Thank God we did because there was not a gas station anywhere. Yeah, I was like, there should be something along the way. And Laurel's like, no, I would just feel safe for getting it now. So we got gas. And guys, when I tell you that this, where whatever we drove through was straight out of a fucking scary movie. It was almost like, the best way that I can think about it is, if anyone has seen The Hills Have Eyes, I think the second one, where the with the family, they go through uh, the, nuke, the nuke town, and it's just like, eerily quiet. I mean, obviously they're in the desert and it's different, we're driving in Florida, but like, how it's just no one, just random buildings and random... Um, uh like street lights like it was like i thought like if we would have stopped the car like i felt like we were gonna get killed yeah truly yeah like i remember at one point i rolled my window down and i held my hand out and i couldn't even see my hand in the fog it was terrifying it was really scary it was straight out of a scary movie like like the beginning of scary movies like like yeah. a Jeepers Creepers movie. Like someone's driving down the road in Jeepers Creepers. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen to us. And I remember both of us, we had our glasses on. We turned the music off and we were just like 
so focused. Yeah, and it was a three-hour drive, and we were, like, it was the middle of the night. We had just came, like, it, the show had ended, like, we were tired. It was, it was bad. Like, I never want to do that ever again. No, me neither. I was really scared. Um, but then, but then we, we got to- Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you talk. I've talked a lot. So then we went, we got to Jacksonville, and luckily, like, right around where we were was, like, a safer area, and there was a Panera Bread. So we just went and we parked in the Panera parking lot, and we slept in the Panera parking lot. Oh, yeah. We did. I I totally forgot we did that. Yeah. We slept in the Panera parking lot. As soon as Panera opened, we went into Panera and peed and, like, got food and shit, and Jazz was fighting the Expedia people on, yeah. on the Expedia like gold platinum whatever hotline she was like I felt like scared for my life like she was on the phone with them for like an hour and a half trying to get this refund and it was hell well she and was then, like, going I went back to the and whole forth thing. she was like roadway in Expedia she was going back and forth they were like you have to call roadway roadway's like you have to call Expedia yeah and then I finally got to like the right person who could finally help me and I was like, you need to fucking figure this out because at this point I've been doing back and forth phone calls for an hour. Everyone keeps telling me I'm calling the wrong person and like, finally you're the person that can help me. And they're like, yeah, I can help the person who made the booking. I can't help you. And I was like, you do not want to talk to the person who made the booking. Trust me. You are the person. I am the person you want to talk to. Because then I handed the phone to Laurel and Laurel was like, fuck you. Like, I felt so fucking scared for my life. I told them that my mom was a lawyer and that they would be in front of a judge by the end of the week. Mind you, my mom is not a lawyer. It's <laughs> the craziest threat ever. <laughs> She'll be in front of immediately judge solved it, though. The yeah, week. and as soon as I said that, we were refunded. Yeah. No, it was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, but before we even got to the Panera, though, we were driving around for a while trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, we were. And yeah. mind you, Jazz was in the back of the car just sleeping peacefully. Yeah. And then it started raining. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was hell. It was hell. And then we found this uh, this hospital, but it was like a weird, it was a sketch. It was. Oh, my God. I remember the hospital. Like, it was, it was really weird. Yeah. And Jackson, no, it didn't have a parking lot. Yeah, because no. we were like, that's where we'll be safe. Like, a hospital parking lot. Like, that's a great place to sleep. And then the hospital didn't have any parking lots. No. Not that's a single weird. one. Um, but then, yeah, so we got to Jacksonville, and then what? we slept all day. We yeah. went to the Panera. <laughs> that was the first time we showered at the Loves. <laughs> oh, yeah! So I was like, we really... I said, I really need a shower. I was like let's go to the loves and i was like you know it's probably not the best idea and if i told my mom we were showering at the love stop she'd be probably really mad but i was like look i've seen a lot of tiktoks on this yeah and i'm not this is not me telling you to get your information off of tiktok but i do unfortunately i do and i said look i've seen a lot of tiktoks on it it looks great the people the reviews are amazing let's shower at the loves and we have loves in california so i'm very familiar with them especially going out to the desert to arizona mm-hmm. there's a bunch so i was like i've never felt crazy in a loves let's just shower at the loves let's just see life changing event it's a canon event yeah it was amazing it was a great shower it saved our lives the the best shower i've ever had and, and we had you guys if you're on the road and you're pushing, 
Little did we know that this Jacksonville excursion was um, prepping us very well for Texas. Oh. Oh my god, that's so crazy. It really was like the universe prepping us. Yeah, it was. But if you guys have ever like really questioned, like when you're on tour, like you have to make sacrifices and that was a, that was something that we had to do. Yeah. And guys, it was so clean. You can smell like they clean it with bleach. Like you can it's not like an overwhelming yeah. bleach, but you can smell that it was cleaned and they and give you a towel good. and a washcloth. Yes. And you get a whole room mm-hmm. and you get a shower. It, amazing experience. And you know, I'm sure I would shower out the loves if I could. I'm sure there's some loves that are gross, but just like read it by how like use your head. I think but here's the yeah. thing, we showered in Jacksonville, Florida at a loves truck stop. I don't think like it, there's probably nowhere you can get crazier than that. Mm. I feel like some places like, are like the West. In the West? Yeah. In the West. Like Utah or like Maybe. Montana or Idaho? Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. Um that that was a canon event and then we got ready. And then we went to this mac and cheese pub. Oh my god. It yeah. was amazing. It was. And we were there for a long time. We were like, we just need so drinks long. and food and it was attached to the venue. Yeah. And um yeah, did you guys we ever notice there. that there was just a curtain separating? Yeah. Like, I was like... Was Where's... it? Yeah. It was. Like, in the bathroom, if you went down, like, this little hallway, there was just a curtain between the venue and the, um... And, oh, like, wow. the, and the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, yeah, we ate there. Great mac and cheese. Like, they had so many different mac and cheese things that you could get. Bowls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we drank, and then we got back in... Or we did the river walk. Yeah, we, we did. did do that. There was and a, then we I got back in the when car. We in the, when we were in the pub, we were watching like the football games because we were in fantasy. And we found out that there was a Jacksonville Jaguars game that day, like down the street from us. And people were making no noise. Yeah. No. The city was calm. Which is crazy. I was shocked that people didn't go hard for the, what are they, the Panthers? Jaguars. Um, Jaguars. Or the Jaguars. And, um, we did the river walk. It started raining and we hid in the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Oh, why did we park in that parking garage? That was a parking garage. Because it was far. Oh, okay. We, we hid were, in like, the park- walking around. Yeah. And then we, um, slept in the car for longer. Yeah. yeah. We sure did. And then I remember I got up <clears throat> and I had to go pee and I went back into the pub and I was going to the bathroom, and Aaron was sitting in the pub, and I just, like, walked past him, because <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I really had to go pee. <clears throat> and the, they they were both sleeping, so I was like, fuck, like, I, could, I was like, I don't know what I should do. And so I walked out, and then I was I was scared, because you guys know, even though Aaron was became our friend, he was still so intimidating, and it was so intimidating, like, by myself. And I was like, fuck. I was like, if I walk past him and don't say anything, like, that's just, like, rude. And, like, that's weird. Like, I just look strange if I don't. So then I, we were talking to Aaron for a little bit in the pub. And I was telling him, I was like, you gotta get this fucking mac and cheese, dude. Like, that becomes a thing later. But I was like, you gotta get this mac and cheese. Like, (laughs) so good. And then we slept longer. And then we got up and we went to the show. Yeah. 
And this show was like and that show hot. Hot. In the video, you can literally see the condensation like coming off the crowd. Yeah. Remember? Remember too, Aaron's like base was plugged in over the crowd. And the girl in front of us was kept hitting it. And I remember at a point, like she was about to fully rip it off the wall, and Laurel had to grab it out of her hand. <laughs> We're like, the base card. Um, yeah, no, that was, I was sweating and I wore, I was wearing a long sleeve that day. Yeah, it was hot in there. Yeah. And this, and this venue also didn't have a green room, so they had to to run from the sidewalk. They had to run from the bus (laughs) into the venue every single time, which was really, that was really strange because it seemed like it could go back more. Like they could have made a green room. For their encore, they didn't even leave the stage. No, they just just said, pretend we're encoring. Pretend we're not here. Like, um, so after the show, we grabbed this table that was outside of the pub and we were just sitting there hanging out. And this was a sweet moment that we had with. I, ever, uh, this was just a sweet moment day. Like, we yeah. just had a good night. This it, was night. A, it was a good and day. It really was. It was yeah, it was yeah. such a good day. So Aaron came over and he sat down at the table with us. When Nick came over, he came and sat down at the table with us. And, and there was, he, he, we had were already, just... he had already talked to everyone else that was waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else was done. And guys, we were at this table for an hour. Yeah. Talking about the craziest... <laughs> If I, if I gave a list of the things we spoke about this night, people would be like, are you guys good? But here's the thing, we see them every day, so it's like, the conversations have to change. And like, it made like, sense in the moment. To give you a vibe yeah. check on this conversation, one of the first things that was said in this conversation was, do not call Paul Patrol. <laughs> do not call Paul Patrol. He's fine. Um... This is when yeah, so- this is when Jazz was flimsy and limp for sure. This was oh, when yeah, this- I was flimsy and limp. Why was I attacked so viciously in that moment? It was not viciously. No, because I was just sitting All he there said was, minding he said, okay, my business. We can say, we can say went- what he said about that. We can say what we said about that. So we were talking about Jazz. Jazz used to bowl, and so we were talking to Nick. We were like, "Doesn't she look like a-? like Laura was like? Doesn't she look like a bowler?" And Nick looked over at her, and he was like, "Yeah." And then we were talking, and they were talking about their scores, about their bowling scores. And then Nick just picks up his arm by her sleeve, like, like not, not her my sleeve, arm. my wrist. Oh, your wrist. My he wrist. Dangles it up in the air, and when he gets up here, he drops it. No, he, he slammed said, it down. He said, "He said, dang, you just let me do that." <laughs> and then he I said, said "What was I supposed to do?" Him. He said, I didn't think you were going to be so flimsy and limp. <laughs> I was like, oh no, because my god. He was being so funny this night. Like, we were all on no, one. Was... We were that, so that bad. That was the funniest all of us have ever been, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest. Like, the four of us were damn near pissing at that table. We were. So everyone I, had like, left. Ugh. Were we going to say, Jess? You were going to go know, crazy. I was just saying, I was just minding my business. Literally, the conversation was over, and he just went, <laughs> Damn, you just let me do that? I was like, What the fuck is going on? Um, 
But yeah, so if anyone's like, you guys are bitches, you guys talked in for so long. Everyone was gone. There was no one there. It was just us. And so, um, mind you, 45 minutes into this conversation, Jazz and Jazz are sitting across from me and Nick. They're facing us. And I see rounding the corner at the end of the block. I see. Well, yeah, because they went to the bar. We yeah. were sitting there for yeah. so long that they were done at the bar. Yeah. I So I see. Yeah. I think Aaron Billingsmith is rounding this corner, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And Nick also sees them coming, and we just kind of, like, side glance at each other. And what happens next is a canon event. I I was like, I'm just going to let this happen. I can't I can't do that. So as soon as Aaron Billingsmith is around the corner, Schmiz sees us sitting there and starts running down the block, sprinting at us. <laughs> And here's the thing, Laurel, this is going on, and Laurel and Nick are just pretending like none of this is happening. We're still like, talking. It's not even like they, like, stopped and we're like, oh, something's up. Like, it wasn't like a, like a, they stopped talking, we're looking behind us, and like, me and Jazz look like, no, the the conversation was carrying on as normal. Yeah. We, we didn't give any tells that they were coming, we were like, we're just gonna let this happen. So Schmiz is running down the block at, like, full speed, and he comes up behind Jazz and Jazz, grabs them around their necks and pulls them back and is like what's up guys what's cool? like guys what's up so then like Aaron Aaron comes around to like where me and Nick are and stands in between our like chairs and he does the same thing to us and basically knocks our foreheads I don't know what was going on Billy's standing there laughing his ass off well and then you and Aaron and Nick were in your own conversation and me and mm-hmm. Jazz and Schmiz were in our own conversation and then Billy was just standing off to the side laughing. I was like, Schmiz, you have to stop and doing like, that. I was, he said, I know. I was like leaning against the window, like my back was on the window of the pub and Aaron is like trying to see in, like he's like going around me like trying to look in this pub. <laughs> I remember at a point, didn't he like go like over you? He stepped up onto my chair because it was like a stool so it had like rungs on it and he like leaped up on the bottom rung to try and look in he was like are, are they still open like, yeah they are but yeah so then we wrapped up our conversation with them they went to the pub to get food they didn't I was even still selling them on the mac and cheese Nick and Aaron just went Mm-mm. no just Nick and Aaron yeah, because Billy and Schmiz went to bed. And then, like, the funniest yeah, part about then... our conversation with Nick was that the whole time Jason kept opening the door. To the <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he was, like, pulse checking yeah. him. Like, he was like, he was like, is he still there? Yeah, he kept opening the door. We were there for so long. And then, like, once Billy thought of, like, got there, like, we our conversation just continued for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thought of, like, Jason opening that door and, like, peeking his head out at some points in that conversation and hearing, like, the craziest sentence you're ever hearing in your life. No. I really wish we could say, like, more, but it's just... It's just, we can't. There was just a lot going on. It's too much. Yeah. Too much. But yeah, so, but that um, was like, then, and then we... However... But then, no, because... Because then he was like, you guys are coming to Alabama, right? Like, please tell me you're coming to Alabama. And we were like, we're actually skipping Alabama. And he was like, no. Uh, so, um, 
they knew we were skipping Alabama, so we had a few days off at this point. Yeah. Um, well, Aaron we, didn't know that we were skipping Alabama. He thought Alabama wasn't happening. He thought the next show was New That was very true. Yeah. <laughs> he did. And then he had to find out it wasn't. So then, after Jacksonville... We <laughs> then they got to Alabama, and he was like, what the fuck are we doing in Alabama? <laughs> so then, after Jacksonville, we left super, super late, because we were sitting there for so long, and we just went... We were going straight back to my aunt's because, like, we didn't anticipate not having a hotel the night before. We thought we would be well-rested, like, whatever. And it was, like, a four-and-a-half-hour drive, longer, maybe five. And we were like, we're just going to drive back. And so on our drive, we stopped so many times and, like, rested at the rest stops and, like, took, like, power naps. We slept in the loves for a while. And then, like, in the morning, we just, like, powered through and drove back. And when we got back to her house, we slept the entire day. And so then at yeah, that point, woke up at 6 p.m. At that point, there were like, they had a day off in between Jacksonville and Birmingham and a day off between Birmingham and New Orleans. So we weren't supposed to leave for New Orleans for two days at that point. And that night we were all out. My aunt did like a fire and she ordered us all pizza. And so we were sitting out there. It was me, Jazz, Jasmine, my Aunt Jen, and Joe, my cousin. And so we're all sitting out there and we're just talking, we're drinking, we're having a great time. And my aunt's like, oh no, there's a hurricane coming in two days and guys this is my biggest fear <laughs> like one of my biggest fears in life like because i live in california our natural we have earthquakes that's it yeah we don't have storms it doesn't storm here i was i the the, the last thing i wanted to happen on this tour was a hurricane and guess yeah. what and like the thing is yeah. like i me personally i'm very like experienced with hurricanes being from new jersey like we had hurricane sandy i didn't have school or power for two weeks like whatever i had to go get water from fema trailers so i was like yeah we got to get the fuck up out of here but the problem was we were flying on spirit airlines so we my aunt was like you guys have to change your flight and we were like well the hotel we're staying at is on bourbon street and it was this was another one of our big splurges on the trip we were like we can't really afford to stay an extra night there like so my aunt and Jazz's mom, Crystal, love her, queen, they decided that they were going to, like, split the hotel and pay for us to have one night in a different hotel, which was really nice of them and really helpful. So then I called Spirit and I was like, hey, like, I need to change my flight. Like, there's a hurricane coming and I need to get out tomorrow, like, as soon as possible. And they were like, on the phone, they were like, okay, totally fine. Like, this is the flight we have available. I was like, are there multiple seats available on this flight? Like, what's up? And they were like, yeah, there's a bunch of seats left on the flight. Like, we can put you. And so they changed it for me instantly. Meanwhile, that the two of them are in, like, the spirit messaging chats. And they're getting no response, no response, no response. And so I'm like, just call. So Jasmine calls. And they're telling her, we can't switch your flight for free because of a hurricane. And Jasmine says... Um, excuse me, my friend is sitting right next to me, and you just changed her flight for free. Yeah, he was like, it's gonna be and they went, okay. change your flight. And I said, he said, we changed her flight because there's a hurricane. I said, I'm on the same flight! <laughs> oh, I, I said, said, I'm going with, with her! We're together! He has a hurricane, and I don't? <laughs> On the same flight. So we're and he said he said my apologies I'm switching it right now yeah so we're frantic trying to change these flights and keep in mind it's about to start downpouring where we are the rain is coming Jazz is on the phone she burned herself on the fire pit I still have the burn <laughs> guys the burn is still there is it really 
Oh my god. Oh my god. That's my my Pat Dre burn. So then So yeah, I still have the burn. So then like we get ourselves together. Now we're leaving a day early, so we like that just throws a wrench in all our plans. So the next day we get We've up, got a pack. Yeah. We we we're just getting our shit together, but for that night we were getting drunk and eating pizza. <laughs> We were. And so we get ourselves together the next morning, and my cousin Joe has to drive us to the airport. Originally, my aunt was going to drive us, but she had work at that time, and we were like, Joe, get the fuck up in here. So Joseph Dre was kind enough to drive us to the airport and not kill us on the way, which was great. Yes. And also, Joe was kind enough to tape my bumper because it was still broken from all that time and for the rest of the tour we weren't gonna have my car i was leaving it at my aunt's so he fixed up he taped up our bumper for us yeah that was nice and so we get to the airport and didn't at our flight we get to the airport and our flight gets delayed like four hours yeah and then as we're sitting there they're like it's no longer delayed board now Oh yeah, oh, I forgot they did that. Because I was remember, like, I was on the phone with the hotel, and I was like, "We are going to be late," and they were like, "We have no clue how to help you there. Like, if you're late, your reservations." Yeah. And what bitches? Like, that's fucked up. But then we got onto the flight, yeah. and the flight was like empty. Yeah, so we got to all sit together. Yeah, so we flew. It was a short flight. It was like an hour. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So we finally landed like in New Orleans. We we landed in New Orleans. We get in our Uber. We just go to the hotel. It was like a Holiday Inn. And honestly, thank God we left this day because the hurricane hit Florida hard. Like we would not have been able to get out. All the and the airport was canceled. underwater. Yeah, which would have fucked up every single like we had like plane to catch, plane to catch, plane to catch. Like we would not have been able to get anywhere. No, and it was four back to back shows. Yeah. It was yeah. New Orleans and then the three Texas shows back to back. So we had we were arriving into Texas the day of the show. Yeah. And so the morning up, but yeah. We go to this hotel and I want everyone to know at every single hotel we go to, we check for bed bugs. Every single one. And this one time we were so tired, we were so fed up with the day, we did not check for bed bugs. And guess what? It was fucking bed bugs. We were bit up. We got our I legs. I had this card for like, months. We were torn the fuck up by these bed bugs. Like, all up our legs. Like, it was horrible. And also, Chipotle didn't give us any utensils. Yeah. Yeah. But and so we, I was just pissed. I was like... Yeah. Luckily, like... The, be- the bed bugs didn't get in our bags or anything like that. We tried to get a refund from the hotel and they told us no. Like, it was just a whole, whole issue. They said, oh, we went in the room, we didn't find them. I said, okay, well, how about the fucking scars on my leg? Yeah. I said, where did I get the bed bugs from? So we just left that hotel and we went to our nicer hotel, which was in on Bourbon Street. Basically, it was one block off of Bourbon Street. So we went there. Was so it the French Quarter? Yeah. It was a beautiful hotel. We stayed there. And that day, we had the entire day to explore New Orleans. And it was a beautiful day out. Yes. And, it like, was so fun. I'm, we, I'm glad we had the extra day. And Aaron had told us in Florida, he was like, this, don't get yourself killed in New Orleans, please. Just, and he told us, stay on Bourbon Street. Like, don't die, please. Told us where to go, what to do. Yeah. 
Don't die, so please. We, yeah, because we had just also told him about our hotel in Tampa, so he was like, please. Mm-hmm. He was worried for us. He also told us he wanted to put life alert in our car, but that's a separate topic. That's a separate episode. And so then we got to New Orleans and we had such a fun, cute day in New Orleans. Jazz and I were getting drunk. We were dancing in the streets. We were like, we were, we went, we got beignets. We had such a fun, cute day. Yeah, it was one of my favorite days on tour yeah and this was a big splurge day for us like we went out to a nice lunch like we we had planned this was our other like planned splurge yeah like we said in the last episode we were like we knew we were gonna splurge in vegas and we also knew we were gonna splurge in new orleans yeah so we just had there's no way we're going to new orleans and doing it wrong we We got boas yeah we did it was so much fun like we, me, we were walking down the street and we kept seeing the boas in the store. And me and Jazz were like, we have to have them. I was like, I just feel like we. I still have my boa. I have I mine like, too. We just need the boas. And it ended and up being so good because we, we wore them, them to the show, and like it was so much fun. Yeah. And like that whole day, like I just remember, like oh, we, we got were- tarot readings. Yeah. Ugh. We got tarot readings that night. Okay, you can't Laurel. <laughs> Laurel. You can't say uh. <laughs> can't be like uh. <laughs> we got tarot readings, guys, and they were quite interesting. The lady, though, she read me to Phil. She almost made me cry. She was like, You have a male figure in your life. And she was like, And she goes, I don't want to say it's your dad, but it's like a dad figure. And she goes, It could be your dad if you have one. And like, you are like finally living for yourself, and you just need to stop being worried about what he thinks and like mm-hmm. do what you need to do. I almost, almost gave her a kiss and been like lady you have no idea yeah she was great what? like i she, needed to hear that she was amazing and like i feel like she sets up at the same place if you are on bourbon street and you go all the way to the end of bourbon street like the far end she's right there at a table like before on the, the last block she's by she's by a fat yeah. tuesdays and she's by like a piano bar and she was so good and she her prices were amazing it was pay what you feel you should pay and it was in between 15 and 50 dollars whatever you feel like you should pay yeah and she just however I, it resonates she got me i can't say what happened there but whew. yeah she I was, was bad she was reading she was reading just everything going um, on at that time was horrifying and then we did the cotton eye joe and it was chaos this okay yeah no I, we have to say this there's a video of the Cotton Eye Joe was debuted. <laughs> the Cotton Eye Joe was debuted. Contrary to popular belief. There's a video the of Cotton it. Joe There's a video of it on my Instagram. Was created and Laura and I had planned to do it at the New Orleans show. Yeah. In the streets of New Orleans. We were having But yeah. The best time. We were having a ball. And the next day we were walking around. The next day, the day of the show is when we got the beignets. So remember, we were walking oh, around right. and everyone, was, the people, guys, I am New Orleans queen. Mm-hmm. They were waiting for their queen to return and it was me. And I returned. Yeah. And I need to return to my people again because they loved me. We were walking down the street and people were just speaking to me. Yeah. I was like, guys, 
what? Which is crazy because you only hear like when you when you hear about the South, they're like, be careful, people are crazy, people are mean. And like my you know, my family is like warning me. But like everyone was so nice. I mean, obviously like not everyone's gonna have your best intentions at heart in a place like that, but like everyone was so nice and um yeah, so we were walking around, we got our beignets that day. And then we went to the show, and it was at the House of Blues. Yeah. And that was one of the smallest, that was one of the smallest shows, if not the smallest show on the tour. And it was so much fun. Like, I don't, everyone said the crowd was not hype, but I was having the time of my fucking life. No, it was so much fun. Uh, The girl gave me that note. Yeah, Laurel got a note that night. This girl in the crowd next to me, shout out to her. Angelina, I love you. She, she was like watching me the whole time, and she was like smiling at me, and then um, it was that was a really fun show, and yeah. uh, everyone was complimenting the boas. Loa, Laurel, Loa, <laughs> Laurel had Loa. her boa in her hair, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's so cute!" Oh my god, can you imagine if you did the boa with the orange hair? That'd be perfect. Yeah, it would. That would have been perfect, but um. At this time, to- at this point in time, Nick was starting to get sick. Though his voice yeah. was going downhill, and he couldn't, um, like he even said on stage, like he could not hit any of the high notes that night. No, he couldn't. And we had four- and it was a four show run. Like yeah. we had four shows back to back to back. Yeah, he was start- and, he was starting um, to not do well there, but like obvious, like he had been going for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also all the songs that he's playing are the highest register. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, every single night. Yeah, of course your voice is gonna go bad. But after the show, no one or no one came out. Schmiz and Aaron were out and Schmiz was forcing us to eat the cookies that he had. <laughs> God, awful that sounds cookies. really crazy. But he had they they made them like as a gift, like these House of Blues cookies, and like some of them had like the Rex faces on them. And like looking back, but like looking back, we should have questioned the fact that out of those four men, that they did not finish those fucking cookies. I know, I'm shocked. We sh- we should have questioned that. No, we should have questioned it. Like, oh my god, why are they handing out cookies? Why didn't they want to keep them for themselves? Yeah. I know why. I know why. Because they weren't good. They were cute, though. They were cute cookies. They were so cute. I'm going to insert a picture. <laughs> and, um... It was fun. I had a lot of fun. And Angelina came outside and she asked to take a picture of me. And I thought she meant take a picture with me. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But she just said pose, and she just took a picture of me. I have no idea where that picture is. I I can't wait for the the one year ago today memories. I really hope she posts it because I still have her on Snapchat. But guys, this girl was like trashed, like truly. You were saying how New Orleans was one of your favorite shows. Oh right, it it really was one of my favorite shows. I don't know, like. I don't, like, even if Nick was getting sick, and they probably think the show was bad, but I thought the show was great, I had a great time, and, like, even though he was losing his voice, it didn't even matter. No. It didn't. It was fun. Yeah. But then it was time to 
go back to the hotel. Then, then chaos. Yeah. Then Started Nick went on book arrest and he should have stayed there. Yeah. Jess, you can't say that. Texas. <laughs> Texas was. So we're gonna. So we got back to the hotel after the show and we had Texas next. And we were gonna be staying with our good friend Allie. And some things happened when when we got back to the room. It was, we were all laying in bed, and we got into a little bit of a, another fight with each other, and this was, a, this was now me and Laurel against it, Jess. Yeah, I was about to say, it was not against me this time. <laughs> it was not against Laurel this time. It was me and Laurel against Jess, but also me and Laurel didn't know it was a fight until... <laughs> Yeah, like, no, like, the, the next thing day. is, too, when we say we're getting in these fights, like, I feel like people think we're, like, killing each other. We're just talking. Yeah, no, we're, we're just discussing in a way we're that's just having conversations. Yeah, exactly. But, like, like we're not, like, we, sitting we, in we were... room screaming at each other, like, killing each other. We're just talking. Yeah, we've never we're been in, like, a screaming match or, like, raised our voice. Like, we've never no. been in a fight like that. <laughs> no, we every haven't. Time, every time we disagree with each other, we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> we are because none of us back down that's the problem none of us will be like no one will be like alright well, no you're wrong <laughs> so we, we have these disagreements and so but my, I want you guys to know that Laurel and I had no clue that there was something wrong going on like we had no and it was pitch black in the room and we were like yeah, like there was no way I could like I had no clue but um yeah we woke up the next morning or we woke up the next morning and then we found out that we were gonna have um no place to stay in Texas mm-hmm. yeah but stay but tuned for the next the episode anyway but we still had <laughs> yeah, to get on the plane and we, we had no car yeah we had no three car. parts that's it we had no car and no place to stay in three or four days in Texas because our our flying day, four days yeah. in Texas to survive. But we have to yeah. split this into three parts. We talked about five shows and just blabbered and blabbered. And like Texas is At a lot. At this point, so. it's going to be four parts. <laughs> the, no, it's not. It is not going to be four parts. <laughs> it can't be four parts. I'm just parts. thinking about how we're going to have to put Texas and then like Tucson <laughs> and then like California. <laughs> We have a lot to talk about. Because, like, Texas, Tucson, and California should be three separate episodes. <laughs> Those episodes could be it. To me, it hours. should be Texas and then the last four. I know we said that this is gonna be this was gonna be the juicy episode, but it's the next it's not still. We it's said not. we said it was gonna be the juicy episode in hopes that we would make it to Texas. <laughs> but we've been talking for three hours. We are still in New Orleans, so. So next episode, we're kicking it off hot and heavy with Texas. I should not say hot and heavy. (laughs) Don't say hot and heavy. People are gonna be like, "Oh my god, do it again." Leave that in. Hot and heavy in Texas. (laughs) It was hot and heavy in Texas. You guys, I'm so sorry that we didn't get into the crazy stuff that we promised. But we just have a lot to say about Texas, and we think it deserves. We don't want to rush it, so yeah. We hope you guys tune into next week's episode. Tune into last week if you guys didn't hear about the first part of the fall tour. Yeah, 
you're missing some yeah. things. You're missing some cr- some yeah. starts of stories. Um, some crucial yeah, information. Guys. Very crucial information. <laughs> next year we'll be talking about <laughs> next year we'll be talking about flight home <laughs> oh. yeah guys um, I we really will try to keep it cute next episode yeah yeah but it's not gonna be cute I'll say that no. um but yeah, guys, thanks so much for watching. We really appreciate it. You can follow us on Instagram at Groupie Diary and on TikTok at The Groupie Diaries. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and watching and hanging out with us. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs>